Yep, it's the Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Monday, October 19. Can you believe it, Lauren? I said it. I've said it since February, but I'm going to keep saying it again. <laughs> Hello, I'm Stu Farrell. Welcome, Lauren. Hello, welcome to you two. What have you said since February? Hello, Lauren. <laughs> well, I've, I've said that a lot of times, but yeah. uh, can you believe how far into the year we are? We're not going to discuss it. But okay. uh, we're away. I can't really, no. We uh, we have the Santa chocolates and the uh, Christmas trees in the shopping centres, the ones that you don't frequent because they're not made of horse manure and uh, cow feet. But we're, the, cow rest of us, feet. the rest of us shop at normal places, and by normal I mean lazy spots, and uh, it's been great. Okay. Santa is all over you us are, like a dirty you towel. You are just as anti-supermarket as I am in theory. Mm. But you just like to say that I'm a filthy hippie for going anywhere that's not a supermarket. Okay, what's the for making there? any? I mean, where's the argument for making a considered decision about the way mm. I spend the money that I earn? Wow, what a crazy idea! It's good to be back anyway. <laughs> crazy <laughs> idea. How are you? All right. It's a, it seems like a million years since I spoke to you, but it's only been two days. Well, it's been a couple of, but you know, they they stretch the weekends, don't they? Well, that's what you want them to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the ideal weekend. Sometimes they do know, it in a good way. Stretches. Sometimes they do it in a bad way. Do you have a bad one? No, no. I had a bad one the weekend before. Oh, when smashy I got, housey! When I, got, I noticed that you've got really done a lot to the studio since. Well, uh, you know, you, do you I know thought what? maybe this the last weekend you you just uh, worked on it, and uh, but no, the same box of uh, bits are still here. And do you know what I wouldn't do if I were you? Pick on your uh, <laughs> house post uh, smashing post from the asshole. worst destruction <laughs> that the police have ever seen. No, okay, no, I am I am uh, quite wary of landmines. I have, yeah, I have been um, working quietly away, but I've also had a I've very seen places that we can't see. I have in, been, in the back rooms. Yeah, in the parts of the Do house. Do you want me to give you a tour? To well, I'd love it. I've been asking for months. Well, you're not seeing any of the other rooms. There are secret rooms. You've never been I in know. Stuart Farrell. <laughs> exactly. You're not seeing any of them. I want to see the dungeon. No, it was. It was. It took us until uh, Thursday to figure out a couple of extra things that were missing. Oh, of course. Like my Gucci bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My gold-plated no, bowling ball. No, literally, one of them was a three thousand dollar item. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're talking about the. Uh, <laughs> The BMX Tufts that were uh, started with diamonds. Uh, no. Once, uh, Michael Jackson But I'm very own. glad I didn't make the claim because the thing is you know, I, I needed to make, I do need to make an insurance claim, mm. uh, but I thought there were this we many things. <laughs> you're going to ruin my chances if you're not careful. If you don't claim my gold bar that was sitting on the table. That gold bar, I'm not so sure I remember it sitting. It was five sitting. kilo. <laughs> 75 carat gold. Anyway, look, it's been a big couple of weeks. But this weekend I decided in a way to ignore a bit of it. Like Mm. I had a couple of things on, a couple of kind of slightly socially type things and I thought I'm just going to do them. I'm going to make sure that that I don't completely become – have another weekend of doing it. It's just going to do my head in. Um, and when you do that, when you break up your weekend a bit, it does feel a bit longer. When you're not just doing the whole, th- you're not just doing one thing the whole time. Like working. Well, exactly like working, like exactly mm. what you did, and exactly what I did the weekend before, where mm. I worked from sun up to sundown on both days, trying to get the house in order. You end up, you dream about it. You know, you actually do. You have work dreams. I had a dream about you. Oh, in fact, but I can't talk about nightmare. It. 
No, no, what? it was lovely. But uh, no, 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 it was all fine. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> what do you mean was, you can't talk no, about it? It was just stuff that you know. It was just uh, uh, business related. <laughs> It sounds like it was. That doesn't sound dodgy at all. We weren't getting down to business. I mean, it was business related. It was, you know, like things going on in our lives uh, yes. and they had taken place. No, you quite you frequent my, my dreams. So oh. do a few people that I work with. Uh, in fact, a few people I've worked with over the years pop up, as, mm. do, as do, like I like how you dreams collapse time and space so I'm quite often I'll be in the office at a job that I've had you know a couple of years ago or whatever and I walk out of one room and I'll be chatting to you and we'll walk into another room and I'm in like Eltham Hell. High in one of those oh. like portable classrooms do you know what I mean like I just it just like time and space completely collapse in my dreams so that I'm mm. my subconscious is obviously like so your dreams see if this might sound a bit wrong, mm. but every dream I have, yeah. every dream I have results uh, in nastiness what? and evil. Oh, you or mean, you mean you mean raunch? Right. You there's, mean there's only two two definitions of dreams. I was, so, I was about to say one of the so. Well, no. I, for instance, not results. I, I in, have this recurring. Not results in, but. Contains. Contains. Sorry, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I have this. You don't wake up and <laughs> either murder somebody or <laughs> shag them. Give them a good morning. <laughs> yes. uh, morning. <laughs> uh, uh, for instance, I have this recurring dream of my father. Yeah. And um, he's in the house that I grew up in. Oh my God, I'm getting creepy. It's really creepy. Creepy shoulders. And yeah. he's, he's lying on a couch. I can't in... believe you have a recurring dream for starters. Let's talk about right, that. But okay. yeah. He's lying on a couch. Or maybe I just remember this dream because it's so freaking me out. Vivid, yeah. Uh, in a dark, in our lounge room in this particular house, which was the right. front room of the house. Yeah. And he's listening to um, Dave Edmonds, who was a singer-songwriter. Right. And he's lying on the couch in the dark. And I go through the kitchen door and I walk into the room and I can sort of make him out lying on this couch. And then he turns his head to me and he's got red eyes. Oh, my I've had God. that dream since I was a kid. Oh, my God. Now, is that because he listens to Dave Edmonds? <laughs> or is it because he never had red eyes, not even, not even after the bigger session. Okay. So, well, firstly, you know you could Google anything. What? So oh, your dream, dad on couch with red eyes listening yeah, to Dave it'll be Edmonds. like call Dr. Freud kind of thing. But the, but the thing is I listened to a great, I think it was a Radio Lab podcast about, about why we sleep and part of one of the – Why we sleep. Why we sleep because like why, why is that a thing humans have to do? Well, Other animals don't do it. No, but so, you Oh, know, really? Has anyone ever seen my dogs? Or anyone's dogs? No, no, I'm not talking about dogs. I'm talking about birds. Some birds will shut one eye and leave the other one open and be and alert. Know, birds can fly a thousand kilometres and and sleep and fly. Well, exactly. Hmm. So, like, what are we doing? Like, we're doing it we wrong not? is what we're doing. That's it. Yeah. So this podcast was like, so what do we sleep for? Like, why does that what, – what is happening? And We're not birds. And also, why do we dream? It was, was one of the subsections within the thing, you know. Hmm. And they said that the f- 
the sort of furthest that they can figure it out, basically the answer is they don't know why we have to sleep and they don't know why we have to, why we dream really. They kind of don't really know what's going on, except that your brain has uh, – figuring out to do and you know that thing of sleep on it and see how you feel in the Mm. morning or like those stories of like geniuses who went to bed and they woke up and they went it's 147 and then they knew the key to the universe or whatever 147 is the key to the universe whatever it's the key to the science experiment sleep it off not sleep on it Oh, or maybe I'm thinking think, of too many army I, films. I think, <laughs> I think We're going to get his G out of bed. He can sleep it off. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you're talking, you're talking about it after a big Saturday night. Uh-huh. Um, Sorry, GIs. But what I'm saying is that, and I can't remember. It's completely gone out of my head. You were say, you're saying uh, sleep it off, 147, I'm a genius, I'm going to bed. So they said. Oh, listen. Thank you. They said that your brain, you you. You need your brain to shut down mostly hmm. so that it can it can uh, what's the word kind of like Recharge. with a fine tooth comb go through really review the footage from the day and not just the what you see but all the thoughts you've had and all the sub thoughts and all the little things that have occurred Jesus. and go through it and pick out the important bits and highlight it for you in a kind of highlights reel. So if I was to dream about yourself, just because you're the nearest person to me at the moment, yeah. does that mean you're high on the totem? No, it doesn't. So you, people read things into because you, if you dream about somebody, and especially if you're like making out with them or something, and it's like your boss or you know, like mm. something weird or not weird, but something that's you, then you can. It's easy because it's so vivid to Im- import a whole lot of like meaning into it that actually what your brain is saying is you know here here is some like let's let's kind of tease out all of the possibilities that surround your anxiety about your boss you know what I mean it's not it's actually kind of a a lot Mm. more so you're saying the brain is smarter than us yeah well that's kind of the yeah your brain, I'm your subconscious, brain, okay? <laughs> your subconscious, is just interrogating all the ideas and like, kind of, going outside the square a bit to see to just go, is this what, is this what's worrying us? Is this what? And it's about your anxieties and your whatever you've been repressing, which is where, Freudy Freudy pants comes into it. Ah, uh, kiss your mum. Kiss your mum, or your dad's the devil, or whatever. Well, I had a red eyes. Listen to Dave Edmonds. Yeah. So, well, maybe Edmonds is the devil. I don't know. But, you know, that's where that sort of stuff comes. It's funny that we're talking about this because the other day I had, you know, the the sentence, the first part of a sentence that you always um, use, which is, is there anything worse than? It actually occurred. I actually found myself thinking it. Did you dream about it? No. (laughs) And the thought was. Is there anything worse mm. than being called repressed? Because I think, because dreams... Now, hang on. Repressed being uh, you want to be something but you can't let it out or you need to be something but you won't let it out or is it you're going to be something but it can't get out? Well, I think it's your... I think it's to do with what you were just saying about your brain being smarter than you. 
No, no. Well, see, that, that's not going to happen. Well, so if you're a... Pro- <laughs> Can't you? <laughs> um, if, if you are repressed, doesn't that mean that you... That there are, yeah, there are things you're to push that it. you're experiencing and believing and thinking that you're not even allowing yourself, let alone anybody else. You're fighting against your natural self. That's it. Right. And your brain is, in a way, or your subconscious brain is is kind of going to explode out if it's like you know repression is repression a, is a it's probably the the worst of the denials. It's the, yeah, it's a very unrelaxing, sense? slightly ungenerous. Well, it's well, what even it is, is you're, fi- you're fighting what you are. Yeah. Because what you've been molded by either your upbringing or your education or or your surroundings. Yeah. Has taught you to be. Yeah. But what you genuinely are is, is possibly a complete opposite. Yeah. So you are repressing what you're supposed to be because what an outside influence has done to you. Yeah. And what what has made you believe what you is. What you is. What you is, baby. What you is. <laughs> Testify. <laughs> uh, it it's I wouldn't it's the saddest of all denials. And I think when you have a dream and you wake up from a dream and something really wrong happened in it, something kind of morally wrong or like you know Taboo, morally, or taboo. You know, anything taboo is like different that. to morally wrong, isn't it? Or would you say it's one and the same? Well, it depends how you feel about it. But if well, it you, depends if where you your morals w- come from. And if you wake up and you go, "Oh my god, sure. that happened in my dream," then the f- is it, is is what you're experiencing like a kind of "Oh god, I've been repressing that reality." That's how my brain really thinks, and I've been repressing it. You know what I mean? There's a with that fight between your subconscious and your conscious mind. But aren't you aware of your own repression? Like, no, but isn't that the thing about repression? Here, if I sit here now and somehow I have a tingling or an attraction towards uh, Father Jersey over there, and yet I know that I shouldn't have. Well, Father I, Jersey. Is that a cow or a priest? <laughs> the cow priest. Right. The famous cow priest. <laughs> Father <laughs> Jersey. I did wonder what you were talking about. Well, yeah. it, for, but the only reason why it's wrong is because I've been told it's wrong since birth. Right. Naturally, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Except it's a cow. But No, no. It's not a cow wearing a collar. It's <laughs> actually a, a priest named after a cow. Okay, right, right, right. right. Okay. Because his father was doing the wrong thing with cows. I don't know why. This, Where's why, this going? Why, why, why must our scenario, why must our hypothetical scenarios <laughs> also always go so off track? I thought that conversation was actually helping me understand an issue, but there's <laughs> right, a, a, a cow, cow wearing a, a priest uniform. I'm somehow attracted to the cow, or is it the priest? What am I repressing? So your point is. If you'd been alive a uh, hundred years ago and you'd been attracted to a man, right, that would have been wrong according to society, but not according to your heart and not morally. Not according to your being. Yeah, and not according to real, actual. When you think about it, who's it harming? Nobody, consenting adults in love, etc. Well, right. God. Yeah, but if you didn't believe in God, then then you're not. Then all your didn't everyone believe in God a hundred years ago? No, a good percentage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a good percentage, yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, so what's the... I mean, to some extent, does it matter? If 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 you're still battling with it, then aren't you battling with it even if it's just society saying that you can't do the thing? Potentially. <laughs> I think all I of think the we, heft went out of this argument as soon as there was a priest who was also a gal. <laughs> Stupid. Fazwana. What? Firstly, uh, I just remembered briefly while you were talk- while you were talking, and I didn't want to distract. You know, take the conversation off track. But when I was a kid, yeah, I know. I know. Plus, the conversation didn't go off track at all, did it? No, it ended exactly where we planned it to Father, monkey and the banana child or whatever the hell. Yes, continue. Anyway, I had a dream when I was a kid and it was a dream. I reckon I probably was 12 or something. This is what's in your phone. No, no, sorry. It just just reminded me when you were talking before. Um. And it was a dream about a pig bleeding to death in a suburban swimming pool. Oh, and a good old uh, suburban barbecue. And it really stuck with me in the same way that your one stuck with you. I only had it once. I've never had a recurring dream. You know if that swimming pool Mm. was a salt pool and that pig fell into it with enough gashes on it, you could have a year's supply of ham. Stuart. Not where I was thinking that with conversation. Straight to small goods. (laughs) You're an idiot. All right, I won't. I won't tell you anything more about my dreams. But that one was just a. If you're dreaming, Pam, you're the dream girl. (laughs) Come to me, Homer. And and now, come to me. (laughs) Anyway, look. Hmm. This is what's in my phone now. It's from, I don't know, Thursday, Friday last week. So people have seen it, but I just thought I would alert you to it because um, it is – now, have you ever watched Homeland? No. Is that the one with the uh, young lady from New Zealand? It's the one which – it gets a lot of flack and I – Season one was supposed to be like the best thing ever, right? Yeah. Well, it's – some people say it's it's just awful. Like it's just racist and awful and it just – Depicts like you a know, Cole Elliott record. Do you know the? <laughs> do you know the? Um, you know that website or that, and it's also a Facebook page and a Twitter page and a uh, Humans of New York. Yes. Um, you know, recently, Brendan, the Brandon, or whatever his name is, the guy that is the Humans of New York guy, went to the Middle East and interviewed a whole lot of people, um, and then he did a whole lot of migrant stories and he's sort of part of his thing is to tell the stories that people in like white so he ran out of disadvantaged people in new york so he went to the middle east no he photographs rich people in new york frequently right but he photographs you know randoms he just goes up to people and goes hi tell me about yourself or whatever and he gets some crazy crazy Amazing stories, right? He has done it. He did it in Afghanistan. He's done it. He's done it a few times. He's done these kind of amazing um, overseas ones where he is telling stories in the same way that he tells the ones in New York, only he's 
telling them to – really, his audience is mostly white America, right? Mm. I don't know about white. Maybe just middle-class America. Middle-class. Bleeding heart? Even though I don't like the term I don't know heart. about that, but probably, yeah. Well, uh, I think there are people of different political persuasions there, but they're people who kind of like the idea of, oh, that's a – look, see, we're all the same in the end, you know. Everyone's got a story and if we give everyone a chance and everyone can – Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you walked up to – Anyone on the street, it's a shame we don't give each other more time in the day. Those sorts can of things get just Can I just pull you up for one said. second? Yeah. Sorry, and I don't mean to because we have to get out of here. It's mm. Monday morning Whatever. and yeah. uh, it's lovely to get out of here. But <laughs> Good morning to you too. If, uh, if, say, someone from the ABC walked up to me with a microphone or if someone uh, from the Humans of Melbourne walked up to mm. me and said, hey, man, tell me a story, yeah, I'd say, shut up. I don't want, I've got no, I don't have a story. That's I don't so want nice. to tell you my story. I don't have one. How nice. Listen, glass half full. <laughs> my point is yeah. not everyone has a story. I don't have a story. Yes, you do. Oh, really? Yeah. It's went to school, that... did it wrong, went to work, did it wrong, here I am, singing song. Great story. Next. No. Where's the hook? It has taken 200 and what are we up to now? Podcast, but we have got a fair bit of interesting stuff from your life story. You rode a freaking horse the whole way through school. No recapping. You did the whole... They have to go through the backlog. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you'd like to Humans of New York, Stu Farrell, (laughs) you just need to listen to every podcast we've ever done. But the point is, whatever... Lots of people don't want to tell their stories. Good. Thank you. I joined them. Great. That's lovely of you. They're a very generous, don't lovely person who c- connects with others in society. It's what I've always said about you. But regardless, there are some people who are – and the thing is some of the people that he talks to don't want their faces to be shown and they're just shots of their hands or whatever. Anyway, the, point, the whole really? point of me – yeah, quite often. I've never noticed that. Quite often. Because I don't get the ones that people share because I've steadfastly refused to follow him on Facebook. No, you have followed him on Facebook. I've seen you. Anyway. Oh, I don't get anything in my feed. Maybe I don't like it enough. Maybe you didn't whatever it, follow it and like it or something. Anyway, whatever. Mm. Point is, people on that Facebook are often saying uh, or have often said when, when he's done some Middle Eastern story, they've often said, see, it's not like it's depicted on Homeland. And yeah. Homeland is referred to quite often as the way that a lot of Middle America refers, uh, you know, thinks. Oh, does Homeland have like the screaming Arab? I like think, the ones that used to be like the Rambo I think or it the, is just, s- sorry, St- Sly Stallone or uh, Annie Schwarzenegger type. And it's type. set, I don't even know where it's set, but it's like, yeah, it's de- they're screaming, and they're depicted as no. like hideous, like Always evil, the bad guy. like bad guy, right? Right. Yes. So that is the only real kind of thing I've really known about Homeland, apart from a couple of things about that um, some of my favourite critics have said about it that are kind of vaguely interesting, but it doesn't make me want to watch it, right? Mm. Kind of makes me think it might be the sort of thing that might drive me completely crazy. It would be. However, and I'm and no, not however. Thus, the article that I found, which is what's in my phone today, uh, was on Thursday and Friday. Uh, this article went round, and it's in the mm, Guardian. 
And what they did is they hired, uh, they, they shot, Homeland shot a series of scenes in a Syrian refugee camp, right? Um, and they got some people in to come and paint some slogans on the, you know, some graffiti on the wall to make mm. it look legit. Um, and in a rather racist move, <laughs> didn't check what the graffiti said. Just went, oh, whatever, it's Arabic, it's different, it's Looks other. Good. It's Looks other, legit. we can do it. Yeah. And um, it said, Homeland, it's racist. Gold. <laughs> I actually like that. In the background, I thought you were. This is why yeah. I saved it for you. And, uh, yeah, look, there's a, there's a full article about it which gives much better detail. Oh, that's and fantastic. I got way distracted with having to – Defend humans of New York in the middle of that, but there you it go. reminds me of the guy. Uh, the, the, there's a you know those go get vans. Oh yeah, there's a get them th- from IKEA. <laughs> I went to IKEA on the weekend as well. Oh, okay, no, well there's there's a parking space near where I work. Oh yeah, and uh, the other day uh, the guy who does my oil um, for the fryers right was in, and uh, I, there was a go get van in the go get parking space the other yeah. day, and there was this beautiful tag. Someone bombed the back of this van, this go get van. And uh, he said, you see that? And I said, yeah. And this is a guy um, uh, who grew, I think he was born in Kuwait and then moved to India and, right. and grew up there and then ended up moving here, mm. right? So he's got a bit of background. He goes, see, see that uh, tag? So he goes, it says something Allah, but it just looked like um, Bork or something like that. Like it looked like a normal tag. Right. And so someone's put up this beautiful uh, Allah an, tag an and English like go tag. Allah and no, in English, but yeah. no one can tell what it was. And it just remind, for some reason, that what you just said reminded me of that. Yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, can I uh, impress you any less? <laughs> uh, I took my socks off yesterday and uh, surprisingly, I still had 10, uh, ten toes. I know. It's just... <laughs> I just thought you were going somewhere else with it. I did. I was I waiting. Got, really? It was like my education <laughs> to uh, foreign graffiti. Okay, good. Hence. Nice. Well, uh, you know what? Next time you tell me something, I'm <laughs> going to uh, react in, in an equally disinterested manner. I do apologize. <laughs> You're like, I was ah, like, yeah, yeah. Really? Next. And Zucchini's on special Where's series. <laughs> Avocados are getting cheap now. I'm really sorry. That's okay. Thanks for I'm, your support. I'm glad that you. I'm glad I was that connecting you. with the Arabs. Oh my God, Stuart, let's get out of here. He's a lovely man. The Arab. <laughs> the Arab who does my oil. He's a lovely man. Oh my God. He's not an Arab. Wow. He grew up in India. Mm. Good morning to you, my you friend. Said, oh yeah, he grew up in India and he was born in Kuwait. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart, this has gone terribly well, <coughs> and uh, oh, welcome the to racist. the week. It is yeah, happy Monday, mm, Monday, Everybody. which is exciting. <coughs> if people want to find us, where do they go? Okay, Lauren, uh, they can head to superlybig.com, which Correct. is our website. You can contact us. Uh, there's a contact us page on the uh, website or button uh, at superlybig on Twitter, of course. At superlybig on Facebook. PO Box fourteen thirty six Fitzroy North thirty eight sixty eight. If you want to uh, be a part of the snail mail generation, also uh, send us a voicemail. There's a tab on the website, but more importantly, mm. and uh, have we closed submissions? Technically, we have, and they've been brilliant, and everybody's hired. I think we've got too many because is it a two week or three week? Festival? Whatever, we don't leave anyone out. We okay, don't leave anyone out. two to three. Th- w-
Because we're, we're going to publish. Look, yeah, can I? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, no. Listen. I knew you were just about to put me on the spot. You had that Be- stupid put me on the spot face. What? I love that face. What? I love it. What do you want? You know, you know remember when we started this little shindig called the Stupidly Small Podcast oh, by God. the Stupidly Big uh, Media network. Empire? Yeah. Um, we used to send a weekly email out. You're giving me another job. No, just one job. You only got one job. Oh, is that right? Could you please email just the mailing list, the playlist for the the festival, please? Maybe. Please. Maybe. I'll think about it. I've written it down. All right, you you just wrote no. (laughs) (laughs) Good to be back. We'll be back tomorrow, I assume. Yes. uh, All going... Yes. Until then. <laughs> so full of intrigue. Yes. You just never know. It's a cliffhanger. Let's leave every episode on a cliffhanger from now on. Just for a bit. My name is... <laughs> no, not that much oh. of a cliffhanger. Okay. No. We will see you tomorrow, if you're lucky. Uh, maybe. Okay, bye-bye.